This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap for Tuesday, the 10th of January 2023. I am Stephen Scott. Sean's with me today, and we're discussing Ira, the visual interpreter service. They've just announced their new pricing. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hey, Sean Priest, how are you today? Oh, gorgeous. Thank you, Stephen Scott. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. And, you know, I want to dive right in today because, you know, we've got a big story here. This is an exclusive just for us, uh, just for you lovely Double Tap listeners. Today, uh, we're going to be hearing from Ira. Now, we've had the team from Ira on a good few times. Janine Stanley, of course, regular listener to this show. Uh, She's the Director of Customer Engagement. Also, uh, we've had Troy Otilio, CEO, uh, on the show as well. And we've been talking a lot about Ira and its service. It is the visual interpreter service, for those who don't know. And it's all based on an application, on a phone app. You can connect to an Ira agent, someone who can essentially see through the back camera of your phone and help you with a range of different tasks. But, of course, it's so much more than that. And that's kind of why... We wanted to talk to the guys today about the big news that they are increasing their prices. Uh, Hooray! It's, yeah, just what you want for 2023. Do you know what? Everything else is going up in price. Let's put our prices up too. Um, and it's already caused, I think it's fair to say, a little bit of controversy. So we're going to dive into all this. We've got uh, Troy and Janine back with us here on the show. Great to have you guys here. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, whatever time this is going out. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it depends on where you are, when you listen. It's very difficult to know when people are listening. That's a problem, exactly. Troy. That's good day. True. Yeah, exactly. Just say hello. Uh, that's the easiest way, honestly. Uh, listen, thank you guys for coming back on. Uh, you know, a really interesting day for you because, of course, yesterday uh, you've announced the price rises we talked about. And yes. uh, we wanted to get you back on to to discuss it all. Um, so it might be helpful, I think, maybe to just kind of dive right in, Troy, with yourself and just kind of explain to us where we are with the with the announcements yesterday because, you know, it, it might have come as a little bit of a surprise to a lot of people reading the, the email they may have got and, uh, you know, reading the kind of numbers that we were talking about in terms of the cost of the new plan. So maybe you, you can out- outline this for us a bit. Thanks again for having us on, communicating the philosophy and what's behind the pricing is almost as important as explaining the actual pricing. I think, uh, I don't think, I know the punchline that we want to get to is that for existing explorers on our retail plans, as you'll find out, there is no change in the pricing. And Janine will go over that. But optically, I know if you're looking at the retail price, it's quite a shock. It can be like, you know, it's a massive increase but let's let's talk through that so for the first time we're actually showing the retail price of providing the iris service um as you may know or you know some of you have been around with us for the past seven years we've been investing a portion of our profits back into the blind and low vision community um through the prices that kind of were or are available today in form of an individual subscription the the, the purpose and the mission of IRA is to serve the community and provide a service that enhances efficiency, enhances independence. I think we all know that, and there's a lot of people who gain tremendous benefit from IRA, and we, we really do appreciate, obviously, every customer, um, whether whether paid or a guest, um, they really improve the service. And through 2020, we raised millions of dollars to fund that development and operation. We were a venture-backed company, which is to say investors were funding the off the offset, if you will, or the the difference between what it costs to deliver and then what we charged individuals, and then through 2020, we started exploring this thing called access, and we we I realized we realized that really the the way to grow the service and make it affordable is going to be through government and funding from corporations, and. When myself and the new management team took over in 2020, you know, I, we came out and said, we're going to do everything it takes to remain sustainable. And that meant some big changes. And the big changes early on were reducing five-minute free, getting rid of the glasses. Um, and today is another step in that journey. But 
ultimately, you know, we provide a service that, much like Def Relay ASL, uh, has a certain, you know, underlying cost to it. And if you look at what our retail pricing is to those access partners um, who are willing to pay that, you now see that in our retail price. And, you know, you can imagine if you're a prospect, an employer, a university, a, you know, government organization, and you look at the individual pricing and you compare it to the pricing that we are um, showing those corporations who have the ability to pay, are already paying for that kind of service, happen to be paying for it for, you know, deaf and hard of hearing, um, that creates a lot of confusion. Okay, so what, what we decided to do is expose the true retail price um, publicly, but at the same time, you know, we're already investing in reducing the cost of the service, and we've been investing that previously through Job Seeker, COVID Promotion, 5-Minute Free, and through the retail pricing that we showed without any explanation. It's just what the retail price is. So if if people are following that, the main thing I want to explain is that we're, we're providing what we call an offset price for individuals. And while we seek to get some information from individuals when they sign up for this offset price, ultimately, this offset price, offset cost is available to every individual. However, if you are a corporation calling in and trying to secure service for an employee, that offset isn't available. So that offset isn't available to organizations. And that's that's the big picture here. If if I've explained it well, and I'm sure you'll ask some questions on this, it's really to clearly communicate what the true cost is, what the true value is of IRA yeah. to someone who, you know, uh, a corporation or, or a government can afford to pay, while at the same time allowing us to continue to provide a lower cost service to individuals who do want to purchase from us. Okay, so we'll get into all this, uh, because what I wanted particularly get into right now is the costs. Let's get the headlines here. Janine, can, can you talk us through the, the costs here and what people are likely to pay for IRA going forward? Sure. So, Basically, what we have displayed, as Troy said, is the cost that it takes to deliver the service, and that's our quote-unquote retail price. So if you were to pay for this full out, that's what you would pay. And this is very similar to the way that things like uh, ASL or visual relay services do. Now, the individual deaf person, let's say, or blind person in this case, doesn't pay that much. Uh, now, a company may pay more, and they may pay the exact retail price. So that's why the pricing is listed the way it is. And the reason that we are having people contact customer care right now also involves the fact that we are uh, doing some revision to our app. You'll see a new IRA app coming you know, in the first half of 2023. And so we're not investing a ton of resources in making our old app show all of this information. So that's another reason why you're having to contact customer care to change your plans and do any of that right now. But basically, the pricing will be available. The customer pricing will be available, and we'll give you details on that probably in your show notes, uh, but you will be able to get that that pricing. And it is a percentage of, so it's it's administered equitably across the company. I know a lot of people initially said, wait, you're asking me questions about income. Does that mean if I tell you that I'm going to get a different price? No. No, it does not. The prices are the same for everyone. The income questions are strictly data points for government organizations that want to know a picture of the community that we're talking about. And Janine, to be clear, you can decline to state on yes. the income question, right? Like, Absolutely. So, and the reason I think we're reacting to that is like Twitter's already given us some good feedback oh, this morning yes. on questions <laughs> good people feedback. have. And, yeah, no, it's good. I was just telling Janine the, the beauty of, you know, if we think about pre-Twitter, and I was around pre-Twitter, you didn't know what your customers were thinking. It, you know, it, it was uh, oh, a downside. You know. And now you know. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's great. And we can't know what everyone is thinking if, if there may be a company working on that, but right now it looks like that's uh, that's Twitter and social media. So, Janine, do you want to talk through like what what if I'm on a um, let's let's take our most popular plan, the intro plan, right? Sure. Um, 
which is what, $29 for 30 minutes? Yep, what, $29 what like? for 30 minutes, or let's say in the UK, you're on the RNIB plan, which is, uh, I don't have the pricing, but it's 30 minutes for, I believe, 15 pounds. Anyway, if you're on any of our existing plans, you don't have to worry about anything unless you see one of these new plans that looks uh, a little bit more enticing to you. And then you can certainly jump to that plan. But you can stay on your current plan through December 31st of 2023. So no worries, significant savings, um, nothing to be concerned about with one of those plans. And if you want to see the new pricing, certainly you can contact us. But right now, if you're on that plan, stay there. If you want to get on one of those plans, say you're a guest and you want to come on board, you have until January 31st to do that. Okay. Uh, Troy, Janine, God bless you. But what are the prices? I mean, you are explaining, and, and listen, listen, it's really obvious that you are slightly wary about giving the prices out. You are mentioning the we're reasons behind not. it. Just to be, just to be clear, I, I think we're probably over focusing on like why there's an offset price because I, I'm a very really... simple man, Troy. <laughs> the, 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 the retail and the offset are, are slightly confusing to me. I'll be honest with you. I, I do totally understand what you're saying. Right? There is a price for corporate customers and a price for individual personal users like myself. Is is that? Am I getting the right end of the stick yep. there? Yeah, yep. super simple. Yep. That, yeah, perfect. Okay, so currently now, under the new pricing system, there are three plans. And in those each plan, there's three different levels or stars, I believe you call it. Is that right? Can we go over the basics there? Yeah. Right. And yeah. Just a, yeah. And so Janine's going to go over those. Or Janine, I have the sheet in front of me if you want sure, me to do it. And I'm, yeah. I will, I will uh, bring Troy in here. So after we listened and uh, people wanted more plans. So we have nine different plans that you can choose from. We have silver, gold, and platinum. And within those, there's a one star, a two star, and a three star. So we start out at 15 minutes because people wanted a smaller plan. Maybe they only use this once in a while. So there's our 15-minute plan. And I don't know, Troy, you want to bring the price up for that or do we want to? Yeah. So the retail price is $65 for those um, 15 minutes a month. And it allows you to have one user on that plan. All the rest of our plans allow you to share this very basic silver one star is the only one that is only for one person. And um, with with the offset that Ira provides, that plan comes down to $26 a month. So I'll stop there, just see if this, this cadence is going to work. So what I described was the um, retail price of 65 and after the offset in U.S. dollars, uh, that comes down to 26 Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So then we have our silver two-star plan, which is 30 minutes, so that's equal to the current 30-minute plan, but you can share it with one other person, and you can't currently share our intro plan. And that, uh, the pricing on that, as I tab through here, is the retail is 125 and the cost to the Explorer in U.S. dollars is 50 Then our silver three-star plan, which you can also have one other person on, that's 50 minutes. A lot of folks wanted something between that 120 and 30 in our current plan. So we have several choices here, but this is 55-0 minutes. And that's uh, 210 retail and scrolling over, that's 84 to the individual. Now we're into the gold and our gold plans start at 80 minutes per month, but you can share them with two additional people. So there can be three people on that plan. And three people, 80 minutes, $330 retail, and $132 um, with the offset. Then we have our 120-minute, which is our current uh, standard plan, but it's 120 minutes shared between three people. And that's 500 retail and 200 with the offset. Is there a risk that you've maybe just overcomplicated this a little bit with the whole offset conversation? Because, I mean, I read it and I thought, geez, Louise, how much am I paying for Ira next year? Uh, and then I realized, okay, there's this offset thing. So I contact you for the special price, the, the Explorer price, whatever it is. Is it, do you feel you've maybe overcomplicated this a little bit, Troy? No. Um, I can tell you what you haven't seen is the, the terrific complication when talking to an access partner. So if you believe the future of Ira or visual interpretation, maybe there's another service that comes along um, that is professional visual interpretation. Um, when you're having that con conversation with the access partner, 
their first their first thought is, well, hey, I just want to buy the retail $99 plan for my employee. And you're like, well, turns out that's for an individual. And uh, then the conversation starts going. You have a big disconnect between what they see and what they're presented as a corporation or as a you know entity. And you have to use a lot of words. And if we're going to grow this service, if we're ultimately, you know, our, our bigger vision is to establish this as a standard um, so that it's supported, you know, natively by, you know, different um, plans and support processes within different um, countries, right? Um, if we're going to grow that, then that conversation has to simplify. And so, yes, we're burdening perhaps the explorer to have to today call in to get the offset price and in the future we'll be able to publish that but i think as janine said we're just not in a position um literally today to do that so yes i do think it complicates it but we're shifting the complication from the i think the more important conversation with the entities that can afford to pay and perhaps burdening the individual a little bit, but we don't see a better way to do it. And I, I invite anyone who can help us think through how we, you know, have these conversations in a more simple way. Well, one, one example yeah. I can think of off the bat, right, is let's say Dropbox, right? So you've got Dropbox pricing, you've got the free plan, you've got the, you know, the the, the consumer plans that you can buy, you know, however many terabyte of, of cloud storage if you want. And then you obviously there's enterprise pricing, you know, and, and that costs more. Um, how are those companies able to message it out? And, and not, because I mean, any business could say, "Well, let's buy fifty personal plans." Yeah, I think I think you can look at those. I think the dilemma today is this is so new um, still to to individuals, and I think most organizations and uh, companies tend to look at the per minute pricing. So they're already buying DEF ASL services. They're, they've been doing that for years, right? Sorensen is a major vendor of those services and their prices range between three and five dollars a minute and so they're used to seeing that price and when you show individual pricing they immediately go to do the math and when they see the math is like way way off they start asking well what's the difference can i just buy the retail cost that's all i need right there's a lot of corporations who in fact, Ira, it's kind of funny, Ira started with a personal Dropbox when we started the company. And, you know, we pay for the lowest cost service we can get, whether or not we're a, you know, a large company or, or a small company. So I think we're talking about software services where there's super high margin and low cost. I think you can, you can establish that pricing because there's features that differentiate, not the, not the size so you don't pay that much more for size, but you're paying for more features. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, you, if you buy if you buy an enterprise service of any kind, you're buying into additional services yes. that you don't get in, on the consumer plan, and that's the whole point. I mean, one one company I think of, which has probably gone through a similar experience to you, is Vespero. I remember having conversations, Sean, you'll remember, with Matt Ater, and yeah. he's talked to us about the challenge of companies not buying personal licenses of JAWS, for example, mm-hmm. and instead, you know, saying to them, look, guys, you've got to go and you've got to buy the business edition yep. or the pro edition because that's what your pricing's for. Um, it is clearly a challenge, and it's it's clearly a challenge for companies because everybody, look, let's be honest, everybody wants to pay less. So any company will, will be the same as an individual in that regard. They want to pay the least amount possible. But... I guess for you, it's trying to message it. I, I think for the consumer, though, that's the challenge. It's it's when they it read is. this information. It, I mean, you could be forgiven for some people getting in touch with you and saying, "I don't want to be involved with IRA anymore because I, I'm not paying any of this money. I'm not. I can't afford all that. There's no way I can afford to pay that." Not realizing that they won't pay that price. Yes, that is the challenge, and hence why we're so glad to be on the show, and that's why we're going to continue to communicate this. And look, we're a small company. You know, We reserve the right to change our mind on how we communicate and yeah. how we present things. So this has obviously never been done before, and uh, you know, we're the first service of its kind. So a lot of what we're doing is new, and we think this is the best way in the, you know, in the current year to communicate this very important piece, which is the individual pricing that we provide to consumers um, still is being supported through IRA's uh, profits. But I think it's what is 
really aligns with our mission. I mean, we had the choice and we thought about it for a brief time. Like, should we charge individuals the full retail price? And the answer is no. Like, that's that doesn't align with our mission. So we're, we're trying to stay true always to our mission, which is to provide IRA to as many people while growing it and growing the support from, you know, the organizations that I think really own you know, the, 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 the true cost, right? Like this is a service just like any, any kind of accessible service, whether it's a physical ramp or something like deaf relay, and it should and, and be supported by, you know, the, the, the larger organizations and not the individual. Absolutely. And let me just add to that. Um, we've had some response from the community that offset pricing is somehow, uh, degrading or or um, putting the community into that charity model, N- nothing can be further from the truth. And your example, Stephen, about Dropbox is a great one. This is basically the consumer price or the individual price, not some sort of special discount because you're blind. No, it's actually a, an individual price versus a corporate price. So hey, that's I don't mind the a cheaper only. price. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> mind either. No. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but I think that, that is a really good point, Janine, though, that I, I think that actually some of the, the language is a little confusing to me. Um, you know, the retail price, for example, a, a corporate price, I understand. Enterprise price, I understand because I've seen it in other subscription models. To, to call it the retail price and the other price, the offset price, to me, I don't know what that means. Retail, why well, I am buying it, so that is the price I would pay. I, I, it's just maybe, and as you said, Troy, hey, maybe, you know, the terms... And, and you can change your mind and things can be revised. But that's the initial thing. And look, you, you both know, obviously, there is going to be some backlash to this. And when, when we spoke to you last time, you sort of prepped that, hey, the price has to go up. And, and you gave the reasons yes. that you're giving now. So no one's, you know, no one wants to pay more. And there is going to be some backlash to this. And I do see that you are in a, between a, a rock and a hard place. You're trying to position this service, as, and rightfully so, I'm right behind you, as essential service like sign language or you know something like that and you yes. do need to get those access partners on board um and to position yourself and get yourself into that position is going to take some time but there there will be some backlash and I, you know I, I can understand it as well um, i can I, as well so just to, to anyone mm-hmm. that's listening i get it this is not an easy thing to m- communicate hopefully we've established a track record of being transparent and making moves to improve the service to sustain the service and and that's really all we're here to do like i can tell you my staff has worked tirelessly for the last two months in preparation made three months to for preparation for this day and we're we're ready to work through the questions and the unknown unknowns that are going to come in the next days and weeks and we're going to be here and we're going to provide a service that is as low cost as we can provide to the individual through the techniques we've described. I mean, that's that's the mission while improving it, right? There's just so many more things that um, explorers have asked in terms of the call experience, in terms of expertise. And so by having a price that is more sustainable from explorers in our new plans, the new uh, you know silver, gold, and platinum, and also reducing the confusion with our access partners who are, again, uh, growing and willing to pay this. I mean, I can tell you lots of employers are calling us with inbound requests. Hey, I'd like to provide IRA for my employee. And those are largely successful conversations. But uh, but we've learned the one thing that complicates that is, is the, the way that we had previously positioned yeah because they're looking at a price on the website and saying yeah i'll have 10 of those things yeah and by the way these are not people that are experienced right you're usually talking about someone who doesn't have a lot of experience with Mm. accessibility at a corporation so they just look at it as a very basic like all right here's the price i'm doing the math all right i think we should go with this retail plan and and that again if, if you can if, if, if you want Ira to, you know, succeed, um, I do realize that at least as presented, and it takes time for all of us to adapt to some new thinking, that there is, there is some friction here and there is some confusion. Um, do you ever think but, part of it is, is that it, um, the service itself perhaps can get a little bit um, confused even to the consumer? 
So what I mean by that is someone might think of it as a service to, you know, help you sort out your food items or, you know, you know, just check on an item's best buy uh, or, you know, sell by dates or mm-hmm. whatever it might be, you know, it, for those kind of menial tasks at home, which are really important tasks, you know, you want to make sure it's cat food, not custard, um, <laughs> you know, or all or the, the other way around. Right. Yeah, well, well <laughs> yes. depends what you're doing, right? Depending on your preference. Exactly. You know, and who yeah. doesn't? I mean, people might eat cat food, that's up to them. But the My point cats is that love you, custard, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, but but that's, that, that kind of task might therefore make people think, well, hang on, I'm not going to pay all that for this. And Maybe it's about you guys messaging out what the potential is for this, you know, in, in terms yes. of the employment, in terms of workplace, in terms of being that support worker in a way. I mean, I've talked about this on the show before about Ira being essentially a support worker, a pair of working eyes I can pull out of my pocket whenever I need it, uh, rather than having a physical person standing next to me that I have to feed and water all day. And and happily, Stephen, there are services established already for those smaller kinds of tasks that maybe don't require security, that don't require, you know, or don't involve sensitive information, things like that. And we're very happy for people to use those services for those kinds of tasks. But when you need something like a bank statement, uh, read or a medical bill or something like that, or you're in an employment situation where you need security, that's where we are. Yeah, yeah. I think, Steve, you're, you're right. Like, this is why I will say we're not done building IRA because today, you're right, what there, it's one service, you pay one price, and you get an agent who can do anything. You're like, you're calling, a, a, you know, maybe like the concept of a Marine. The Marine's capable of doing anything. And the, we've talked about in the past of, you know, having different quality of agents or who have different skills. And I think once we start getting into that in the future, which we'll be able to do because we're going to be sustainable and we'll be able to funnel our profits into, you know, continued development. I think that's where we can start differentiating service. And with that, perhaps cost, I mean, we'll, we'll see, but it, it certainly makes sense to me that um, not all tasks are equal and not all enterprise customers have the same needs either. So there's just a lot more to do. Today's change is really just to establish that threshold pricing, whether you want to call it retail or enterprise. It is the 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 price that um, organizations are paying, whether for IRA or for other services. And we're just looking to eliminate that confusion while continuing to provide a lower cost service to individuals um, through the pricing that we we started to describe today, Troy, do you, do you ever get the impression that this is is a major gamble for your company? Well, I think every day, every day for any company, especially today, <laughs> is a uh, is a bit of a gamble in that you know companies are forced to make changes. I mean, it is the nature of running a business is that you have to evolve, and so every step we've taken is uh, you might call it a gamble, but we. When looking at the economics of everything, we know that the true future, like where the true money that has to pay for the service um, is embedded, is in the organizations and the corporations. Um, I suppose you could call it a gamble, but it's a, uh, you know, it's an educated, a very educated um, step we're taking. And again, I think what I always tell my team is, companies that succeed can adapt quickly and you know we believe at ira we can we can move as quick as any company our size if not quicker and so we will adapt um what with with whatever comes right who knows what 23 is going to bring and what are you you going to say to that person who will frankly turn around and say i can't afford this i am out i'm going to lose this service as a result of the changes that are being made here i mean first i'm going to apologize like we haven't done a good enough job to you know spread the access and corporate um, support because that's where the profits come to increase offsets if you will so the what what you're telling me is the offset pricing is too high and again for the next up through jan 29th you can get the current pricing that's available as of yesterday in our existing plans that janine went over our existing you know intro um, and advanced plans you can get that today so that price has not changed so you don't need to walk away up through the 29th i think what you're talking about is an individual who wants to 
start using IRA post-Jan 29th, because that's where you'll be looking at one of these silver, gold, or platinum plans, which are more expensive even considering the offset. They're more expensive than our current um, intro and advanced plans that you can get today. So at that point, I just have to be honest, like that is, that's the lowest cost we can provide the service to you today. And I hope that you try us out as a guest and make use of the five minute free that you can get. And I hope that you check back when our prices potentially lower. I mean, I don't know. I can't foresee the future. There's uh, obviously lots of doom and gloom coming in terms of recession and inflation. Um, so I can't, I can't predict that of course, but you know, we'll always be here to look to invest in the community and providing the service as low a cost as we can afford it. And also guests can make use of any and all of our access offers from the Vespero offer to uh, any of our airport offers anywhere, you know, that we have that service uh, and our community plans are still here. And they will still be here in 2023 going forward. They may change a little bit, but if you have one now, that's what you're going to have through the end of 2023. Guys, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, it's not an easy one, is it? It's been a difficult <laughs> no, one to, to talk about. And it's, it's, it's obviously something that, and I imagine you'll be listening to the next few days because I imagine our feedback uh, email and inbox will be full of questions mm -hmm. about this and well, full of uh, Stephen, comments. Stephen, if people do want to ask questions and uh, hear a little bit more, they can do that on Wednesday, the 11th of January, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, which is unfortunately 11 p.m. your time, I believe. Uh, yeah, and I believe it's 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. in Australia and New Zealand, respectively. But we are going to have a call about this. Um, you can come and join us. We'll be on YouTube on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash IRAIO, all one word. And you can come and join us and listen and give us comments, etc., and we'll be happy to answer any questions ahead of time on that as well. Support at ira.io. Okay, I have one more question to ask before I let you guys go, uh, and just to maybe lighten this up a little bit, right? Because I saw a, a press release from you guys. I think it was a press release or a newsletter where it said, uh, stop calling us when you're on the toilet and stop calling us naked. So c can you explain to us <laughs> what led to that newsletter being put oh out there? My. Are you getting a lot of people calling you on the toilet? What's you know, going on? Sadly, sadly, Stephen, we are. Um, and and I think it's just, it's a product of, and you, you have to laugh because I now catch myself as I go into the bathroom, because everybody does it. You go into the bathroom with your phone mm -hmm. and you know, you're scrolling social media, you're doing whatever, maybe you've got your mail, who knows, and you don't think anything about it. And you just suddenly you realize, oh, wait, I can't do that. And I think also, unfortunately, as blind people, we don't always know where there are reflective surfaces that are going to show a reflection of us walking around wherever, you know, without appropriate clothing on. And uh, I was almost the victim of this in a hotel room uh, with some friends on vacation. And, I'll, oh, yeah, I'll call Ira to adjust the thermostat. Oh, look how shiny that is. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. So, it's yes. Janine that's causing the problem. Ah, we see. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it does but, um, it does lead yeah. to an interesting discussion because I was looking at some of the products coming out of Consumer Electronics Show this year, and uh, mm -hmm. one that really came out as you know a lot of the magazines and a lot of the the tech companies were kind of tech journalists were picking up on this one because it's slightly a little bit unusual, but a little bit left field, and it was from a company called Withings, and it's called the U Scan, and it's a device that you place in your toilet and you basically do what you have to do with it, and then it can tell you about bodily problems. It might tell you there's you have an infection or it tells you that you have blood where you shouldn't have blood, you know, that kind of thing. And that can be really useful. And I wonder if that is maybe part of the reason some people are, are, are maybe calling you in that, is. You know, in yeah, that situation. It definitely is. And some of those are thoroughly, you know, absolutely legitimate. And there is a way to talk to an agent about those kinds of things. You can preface the call, you know, don't call them with your camera aimed at the toilet. Um, you can preface the call by saying, you know, I have this concern. Could you help me look at this? And I'm going to, you know, take you over and we're going to look at it if you could just tell me quickly. And that's, that's pretty much the way to do it. Um, 
rather than just sort of surprising them with that that imagery. <laughs> and that way, you know, the agent can prepare a few right. seconds. That's actually important to know, though, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, if you because mm-hmm. how many? I mean, I I live my wife and and Sean and I are the same. You know, we. We both have partners who are visually impaired as well. So, you know, if I say to my wife, what do you think? She says, I don't know. Uh, and that can be a problem, right? And, and mm-hmm. you're not going to ask the neighbor to pop in. Sure. So, Absolutely. you know, it, it, this, well, is, this is, again, although it's, I know it sounds a little bit, you know, jokey in some way, but actually for a lot of people, this can be quite serious. And I, I, this is where I guess the technology like what's from Withings this year is really interesting because that can essentially take Great. the human aspect out of it. In the same way, for example, as we heard a couple of years ago about the... Uh, talking uh, pregnancy kit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and yeah. the accessible trans- mm-hmm. uh, pregnancy kit, which I think, again, it just gives people a bit of independence when it comes to their health and also yes. gives them the knowledge they want and maybe need to know. Well, and discreetly, too. Yes, and exactly. that's, that's another benefit of Ira versus any other services. You've got that discretion, you know, between you and the agent mm-hmm. that about your medical information. Which really is really important. Really but interesting. Yeah, that I'm I'm going to be curious about the U scan and see how it how it ends up working if the if it ties into an app and if that app is accessible, you know, because that could be really revolutionary. You know, people laughed at it, but mm-hmm. I think it's really, you know, much more important than we think. But at I the agree. same time, you know, come on, blind people, get some clothes on, and <laughs> yeah, there's no excuse. Come on, get a grip here, right? Come on. And I think or there not. are well, some people animals. who maybe are aware, but there are a lot of us who aren't. And so we we said, okay, we're going to have to say it. And if it gets <laughs> us some something. laughs, fine. But yeah. you know, it is a reminder. Oh my goodness, don't it's do a, that. It's a good point that it does raise, though, that you know you, you can get the agent to have a look at things that are a little bit intimate. Like, you know, if you do have any concerns, like that, that's a good point, because I wasn't sure if that was okay or not. I, I'm always a little bit wary when I wanted to ask if there was, um, when I'm cleaning up after the dog, let's say, in the back yes. garden. And yeah. like, Ira would be fantastic, but I thought, can I ask yep. an agent to, to have a look at? Absolutely. <laughs> What's well, funny, uh, two of our rites of passage for agents are building something from Ikea and <laughs> helping to clean up dog poop. So there you go. Oh, good. You oh, are, right. you are not possible? an official IRA agent, so you've done both of those can I, things. Can I just say, I'll pay double <laughs> if I can send the IKEA thing to you, you build it, and send it to me. That's the IKEA package price. That's the IKEA <laughs> package price. Yes, yeah. there you go. I love to build IKEA things, so you can send me anything you want, oh, Stephen, excellent. and I will build it for you. <laughs> Consider it done. Or how about can we get IKEA to be an access partner? There so, you go. That's an Any idea. IKEA and, you know, thing we need to put together. That I would can't be tell great. you what to tweet. I can't tell you what to put on social media, but you know that might be a good idea. Guys, That's thank awesome. you so much for coming on, thank Troy you. and Janine. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Well, there we go, Sean. Uh, so I, look, I can only imagine what the emails are going to be like in the uh, next couple of days. This is a story I think that is going to be continuing on for some time, right? I believe it's called a talking point. Yes, there's, a, there's been <laughs> well done. A, lot, a lot of talk about this, and rightly so, yeah. And I don't mean the toilet thing. I mean, I'm talking about the price rises. I mean, you know, although yes. both. I mean, I think both well, are good well, talking points, to be perfectly honest. You would. Yeah, look, we're going to take a, a short break. We're going to come back. We're going to digest what we've just heard. Yes. And uh, we're going to come back. Do, do not call Ira in the middle of this. Um, <laughs> and we'll come back and we're going to sort of talk a bit more about this because we've already started getting feedback here about this at Double Tap. So stick around. Stay right there. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. Hey, it's Stephen and Sean with you today, and we're kind of just taking in, I guess, all of the information we've just got there from Troy and Janine at Ira. And um, yeah, a lot to take on. And I think a lot of people are going to have a lot to say on this topic, Sean, for sure. Um, Do you think? Yes. I think the first thing is going to be, you know, because I felt it and I said it in the interview as well. You know, I feel that just it was so confusing reading that. I mean, we read it together. I remember reading the the detail and I'm thinking, hang on, 15 minutes, $65? What the... Um, but that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's it's the sticker shock you get you get straight away. But the thing is, and I understand that, as I said there, I understand the backlash that they're getting, and and they will get in the community. But I I I do feel that some people have been a little unfair um, because this is the price. 
this is the price that it needs to be in order to be sustained. Um, and what they're going for here, as we just heard, is the access partners. So the access partners are the organisations, the businesses, the government departments, the employers that, that pay uh, their prices, the retail price there, uh, to, to, to help subsidise the cost for us, the individual personal users. And that's what they're sort of aiming it at now. I, I, as we both said there, though, I do find it a little bit complicated. I don't see what the problem is with a website which has, are you a business or are you an individual? Click on each one and you get the prices there. Uh, how you stop a business from, I suppose you would, uh, cheating and using a individual <laughs> Um, plan or telling an employee to say, you know, yeah, well, get a personal plan and we'll reimburse you. I don't know how you stop that anyway. No, I don't, I don't know either. I mean, I think it's so confusing as well for people just to try and kind of get their head around all this. And, and the fact that they didn't just publish the pricing outright, I just don't get why. I mean, I, I, I get what Troy's saying about the business side, but like I said there, I just feel that every other company out there that is not in this space, granted, and maybe that's the difference, I don't know. And clearly, I don't know their business, right? They know how this is going for them. They know what they maybe need to do in order to survive. And maybe that's the bit they're not saying, is that they really need this corporate partnership or else the whole thing dies. Uh, Maybe it's just not sustainable enough with the That's exactly what I'm taking away from this. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm taking away, that they need more access partners. Otherwise, just going off us individuals using it personally then it goes away and I, I i wouldn't like that i definitely wouldn't like that to me though this is a lot like the specialist tech argument you know the price there is high and and it's because oh well it's a niche market it's only a small amount of people that actually buy this and there's a lot of r&d that goes into it so of course the prices needs to be high and of course a lot of employers employers and government departments through you know various schemes will buy accessibility equipment specialized equipment for you um i think this is the same sort of argument people seem to have less of a, a problem with specialized tech pricing and they seem to understand that than they do with a service like this and i, I think it's kind of the same thing i don't know how i'd say they're happy about paying i think they realize they have to pay i think that's different to being happy about it. i mean I, i'm not overly keen on the idea of spending you know what is it? Three, two, three, five thousand dollars on a braille display, but no, yeah, absolutely. But happy was to, the wrong right? word. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, uh, you'll find a lot more people defending the reasons behind specialist tech and their pricing than the amount of backlash that I've seen already on IRA pricing. Again, look, we've made well, our prices cons- are going up, right? If price if yes, prices yes, start yes. at five thousand and then they come down to four thousand nine hundred, you feel like you've got a deal, right? So that's the difference here. It seems like it's going <laughs> the entire opposite direction. Maybe IRA went in too quick. A bit like the free side of it, you know, the, the with the free option. You know, maybe they should never have bothered doing that. Maybe that was a mistake. I think thinking about this now, I'm thinking off the top of my head, I do apologize in case this goes terribly wrong. But sure it couldn't when we're talking about trying to um, trying to make it that the businesses and organisations are paying for the you know the retail price instead of simply working around and getting the individual price, surely an agent can say, wouldn't they be able to tell that this what you're doing now is work related and you have an individual offset price plan, and maybe hey you shouldn't um, I can't can't help you with this. I mean, for me walking around town trying to get a bus. I mean, and, and and seeing what the labels are in my, you know, in my cupboard, that's more likely to be personal than work related. And someone trying to, you know, can use our desktop, for example, to get me through this capture through my spreadsheet or whatever it may be, I don't know, is more obviously work related. And maybe the agents can pick up on when someone is using a, a, pl- a price plan that is not relevant to what they need. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm talking off the top of my head. I'm just thinking. It's interesting because I've been getting some mixed opinions on this on Twitter as well. I put it out on Twitter that you know people may have heard this news and want to to remark, you know comment on it, get in touch with our show, but also you know get in touch with me on uh, Twitter. You can do that at Blind Guy Tech. I've just checked, by the way, Sean. It's still there. Is just, it? Just checked. Yes. Well done. Twitter is still there for anyone Good who's concerned know. about it. Maybe you Twitter feel the need watch. to. Maybe you need to feel the need to you know sort of tell people about it. Maybe to even tweet that you know you feel it's falling apart still there anyway um tim says uh looking forward to hearing how you, you uh, decipher the pricing plans it all seems very complex and expensive well 
hopefully we've done that today. You've had a chance to hear the pricing, and we wouldn't normally let a company come on to the show and just basically list their pricing, but I actually thought in this case it maybe was necessary. Um, I even saw in the IRA Explorers group on Facebook, which is a great little group to get involved with as well, really interesting to to see people actually putting together like their own spreadsheet based on information they've been getting, almost like it's some kind of secret society, underground railroad <laughs> of information. It just doesn't feel that's we right. We need I mean, to know the individual prices. I think they should be there. I don't think they should be hidden. And that's what Graham says. He says, I think the lack of transparency is a big worry here. Tweets about offset deals suggest over 50% is being knocked off, but... Why not just quote a price in the first place and be clear about it? I think that's yeah, well, it. I, 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 yeah, I, that's they've answered the bottom that line. question. They've answered the question there because they don't want their and so what they're aiming for now. Their main focus is the businesses, and they don't want businesses to see those individual prices and say, "Hang on, why why am I paying this uh, this higher price?" That's what they're doing. But I don't think you can hide that away like that. I think it. Uh, anyway, Can't you yeah. just call up Ira and say, hi there, um, I'd like to perhaps use your service and I'm blind. Can you tell me what the individual well, pricing is? Yeah, and you just don't realise that it, that was, you know, Ikea that was calling up asking that question. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, this information is going to be out there. People are going to put it out there. So uh, that's what I don't get. Anyway, um, also Rebecca Skipper says, not happy with how Ira is presenting its plans. Uh, Rebecca emailed in. She says it is confusing to say the least. Why give us the retail prices? And what does all this mean? For those on the $29 plan, I've also had trouble using Ira with Lyft on the Envision glasses. The Ira process isn't a smooth process on the glasses or when using Lyft on the iPhone app because I am prompted to select my payment type every time, which locks Ira out to the point when they can't see the Lyft screen. This is a frustrating process. Now, it's funny you say that because I do have the Envision glasses and I know there's been lots of people asking me for a demo. So jealous. I will definitely be doing this demo soon because, in fact, very soon, because, frankly, I, I'm going out this week. I don't go out much. This is the problem for me. And in the house, I don't read anything. But the other day I had to read something. I had to change my Wi-Fi on my, my home alarm because I forgot when I disconnected the old Wi-Fi. You forget what's connected to it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely course, everything. Yeah, yeah. And you forget. And I, I forgot that my house alarm was connected via Wi-Fi as well. So I was like, oh, right, okay. So how do I change that? And I was thinking, okay, I'll need to get in touch with Ira. But then I thought to myself, well, how will do it? And I found the sheet, the sheet of paper. Remember that paper, that, that thing. This is it here. Uh, this sheet of paper All with right, the tiniest print on it, and it says, you know, basically, this is how you do it. So I get my Envision glasses on, and it was able to read the whole thing, and I thought that's absolutely brilliant. But of course, the problem I have, and I think a lot of us will have, and I'm sorry about drifting off the Ira thing here, but just this with Envision, the problem I often have is if you have a bulleted list of things to do, unless you have an incredible memory. You're never going to remember every single step. You want to be talked mm-hmm. through it. So you want to be able to kind of go through that line by line. And the Envision glasses let you do that in the reading mode. So I'm able to swipe through each line of text. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, I look forward to the review coming very soon. But there was an issue when oh. connecting with Ira. And the issue was I tried to do it on my phone at first, did it on the iPhone, thought that was a smart move. Um, it asks you to go to, I think it's explorer.ira.com. I think it is. And then it asks you to sign in there. And at that point, uh, that's the um, that seems to be the, the remote desktop area where you can go to. And it seems you really need to be able to do this on a computer. I was trying to do it on the phone, so it wasn't even letting me sign in. The process was very strange. Um, and then I eventually got signed in. I did it on the computer, and that's when I got my QR code, which is what connects with the glasses. You have to show it this QR code. And then it connects the Ira account. Once I did that, by the way, then got onto the call with Ira, and um, yeah, it was a complete success. They after did that. recommend that you know the, up, the latest update to the Envision glasses may make that process smoother. They did say that, yes, and and it, it's uh, I did update to the latest one. I check each time I'm turning them on now, just in case, because they're always pushing out new updates. But yeah, this is the problem, right? I mean, in essence, you've got something which is, is using its own system, but the IRA is connected through the phone, and it's, it's all very confusing. I think this is the problem. In some ways, it's the two systems working together that's the problem, I think. This is where you kind of need almost the well, Apple maybe- Watch equivalent, you know, on glass. Mm. You know, if like there was an Apple glass, you know, that kind Stop of thing it. would be... Stop <sighs> it. Honestly, Stop come it. on, Apple, get on with it. Get <sighs> sick of waiting. Um but WWDC. Look, June. It's a it's a lot of uh, there's a lot of comment coming through, and on social media, 
it is ablaze with comments from people talking about Ira. I hope that the interview today has helped a little bit to help people understand a bit more about what's going on. We wanted Ira to come on, not to you know essentially sell their, their case, but make their case for sure. Because I don't think many people get the chance to hear from the company directly. Um, and I'm really glad they came on to us and, 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 you know, they respect what we do. We respect what they do. And I think, you know, ultimately, I get the feeling that this, this is, there are people out there who really want this service to survive. But it's how it's going to survive. I think one of the key comments that the, the key takeaways I get from that interview, one of the key lines from Troy is that we're a company and we have the right to change our minds on this. We have the right to, you know, reserve the right to change our minds. And, and you know, that may be something I have a feeling they may have to do. I think they're going to change their minds on this. And I think they're going to really? have to put, I think they're going to have to change this approach because I think the backlash is going to be severe. And I don't think that's going to help them in the long run. I think they're going to have to revisit this. Because- Are you talking about pricing or focusing on business first rather than individual personal first? The, the business first approach. I think that's the yeah, mistake yeah, I, because that's where yeah. the confusion is. And, and you know, the, the other thing, just to say finally, I agree. the other thing is you've got people having to call up a, a centre, taking IRA time away from people to be able to call up, you know, to find out what's going on. People couldn't get through yesterday to IRA to, to you know, make a call because all these people are calling up either through the app or, you know, through a customer line. Yep. That's not good. That's not just great. Split if you up, just, if you the just put the information on the website, <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. have to do that. So yeah, it's very strange. Anyway, look, we're out of time today. I hope that's been useful to you. I, I think it's been really interesting getting them on. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about audiobooks. Uh, artificial intelligence in audiobooks. Now, it's not a new thing, but it is new for Apple. And when Apple do things, well, the, it used to be the case that they did it well. Have they managed to do that with audiobooks? We'll find out. So we are joined by the host of My Life and Books, Red Sale. He joins us tomorrow. Uh, My Life and Books, of course, podcast and broadcast here on AMI Audio. It's a great show. It's a great uh, great producer on there as well, by the way. Is there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do that, don't I? Oh, oh, okay. (coughs) Check it out. My Life in Books. I I press record. He does all the hard work. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's it from us today. We're back tomorrow. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-tv every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at AMI.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. The Walrus is Canada's conversation and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.